What's up, everybody? It's Fat Door Podcast. I'm here with you, Andy Gunnan, and co-host, always here, Midget Mafia, OG, Jody Seagutat. We're here. It's Christmas. What's up? What's up, brother? Uh, we didn't do a show last week. If you're paying attention and counting, which we don't try to count episodes and stuff, we just do what we do. Uh, we, we have a hard we, time we, counting. Yeah, we skipped last week. Not a big deal. Um, probably skip next week too. We don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll be out of town, so we'll see what happens. We'll definitely do something before the end of the year, more than likely. But we'll see what everybody's schedules like because Mr. Cameo, Mr. Cameo, <laughs> may be busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how are you doing? I'm better. I'm better. Way on. Have a little weirdness going on with my body, but it happens about two or three times a year. Two or three times a year. You just wear yourself down. Pretty much. That's all you're doing is wearing yourself down. Yeah. Yeah, it happens about two or three times. Not a big deal. You got to pay attention. You got to focus. We're not young. We're not young anymore. We don't bounce back like we used to. (laughs) (laughs) No. I have come to that realization. Now, you're younger than me, but Still, you're you're walking down the path. It, it'll hit you, and if it hadn't hit you yet, it's gonna hit you in a couple of years. Oh, it's hitting! It's it finally hitting, hit definitely. me like it hit me three years ago when I hit forty-four. Yeah. It just like whoop, everybody says it's in the thirties. Yeah, when you hit thirty, it changes a little bit. You hit forty, it changes a little more. Yeah, it, well, forty for me didn't change a little more. I was still kind of running again, but that's when my body, I, mean, my, I busted my bicep, and that's when I learned I needed to stop doing jujitsu, arm wrestling, and bars, and and that's when uh, you know they were like, just play golf. Like, well, I already play golf. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bored with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so how's it going? I mean, you, 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 I saw you post something the other day, like you're, you're stuck. I like, you were like, yeah, oh, we're doing good, but we're stuck at 2 point million, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, just, you, just stuck know. there. Poor me. Poor you. Poor dude. You got to figure out how to get over that hump, man. You got to do more. You got to get more production. You got to get you more. Know, <laughs> when I did the, <laughs> when I did the Kanye video about a month ago, that's when our views started tapering down. So don't mention Kanye. Uh, you've been you've been shadow banned. Yeah. Yeah, TikTok loves Kanye. The yeah. world hates Kanye, but TikTok loves Kanye. All I said was I appreciate him. You appreciate him. I appreciate him because he's he's so focused on what he wants to do. Yeah. That he doesn't worry about anything else. That was before his whole uh, anti-Semitic thing everybody's yeah. attacking him about now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure we're probably but, in shadow. But when you believe that much in yourself, you got to have some respect for him. He does, but he's also yeah. very smart. But sometimes, sometimes I've seen it. I've watched, you know, I've watched him. I give him credit, you know, credits due. And uh, but then you can kind of see where um the intelligence, and then now the what do you say the. Uh, the fame, the money, it's kind of made him, it's kind of pushed him out there to a whole different cliff yeah. of a level, you know. And yeah. I think I saw that. I saw him losing his mind, you know. That whole Pete Davidson thing when he lost his mind and it kind of went down that dark hole because, you know, Pete, I'm like, it, he was just like, okay. I mean, it, he was showing he was human. He was like, he's human. He's going down, he's going down, but he's doing it publicly. He needs to, yeah. he needs, he needs, he needs to pull yeah. back. Someone needs to, but of course, everybody's like, you can't tell him nothing. I'm like, of course not. He's worth billions. He's been told he's amazing. He's told he's a genius. And then he is in some respects. I mean, but, yeah. you know. That's he, my thing is, I, I don't believe in what he says or does. Right. I just appreciate that he believes in himself that much. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to believe in yourself and, and when you're doing this thing and entertainment and anything yeah. that you're out there on your own doing in, you know, publicly um, with a spotlight on you, you know, trying to make money, trying to find, you know, trying to do things that people like, you know, you like it, 
You hope yeah. other people like it and you hope other people love it, but you, you know, in their time, there's a lot of times when they don't and you got to be able to be pushed through that. You know, I had this exact same conversation with a buddy of mine last night. They called me after I did uh, my show at laughing skull and we were catching up had talked and who uh, he and I worked together. He was a superintendent for a builder. I used to supply and he, be, he and I became really good friends. And we talk every now and then because he's connected to the same people I am in the in the film industry. And we catch up and we talk because uh, he's still building houses. And we were talking about the, that last night. He's like, you know, you've got to believe in yourself and go, I'm just going to do it. And he's like, you know, for someone and he was talking about me, he's like somebody like you who's been in the done this. 25 30 year career and they go i'm gonna do this yeah. <laughs> like yeah. complete 180 you know totally opposite you know 20 something years what they say late you know too late almost you're you know and then they go he goes but you're hard-headed enough and you believe in yourself enough that you're you don't care you're, you're, doing. you're gonna yeah. make it work and he was kind of yeah. saying last night he goes look at what you've done in three years because we were just talking because a couple months ago i was like dude i don't know what's going on i can't make the pieces connect i'm not yeah. making the money i'm i'm like I don't know what to do. It's like, this is drying up. This is a, and I, and so anyways, and we were talking about that, but he, he said that last night, he goes, you've got to believe in yourself because if you don't believe yourself in, in your, in the industry that we were in, which was, I was commissioned sales, have my own company and all that stuff. It's like, if you don't believe in yourself and get up there every day and go out and do it, you're not going to be able to do it. And a lot of people don't yeah. believe in themselves and don't believe, yeah. they just believe it's, they just go, Oh, poor me. Why does that happen to you? Why, yeah. why is this person doing this or getting this? Yeah. They don't and understand they get, what they goes get on. Stuck. The, yeah, they get stuck, and they, yeah. you, you mentally get stuck, and you can't. And even when you're doing well, and you don't realize it, you get stuck in into a hole, and you gotta have people say, "Hey, um, hey, knucklehead." Yeah, you may be on a low right now, or in a little plateau. But look yeah. what you've done, and it's like. But then at the same time, you don't want to rest on those laurels and go, "Oh, look what I've done," and get stuck in. Look what I've done, not where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. There's a fine line. And he's gone so far to so high i mean there's really nowhere else for him to go yeah when you've reached that but kind what, of money when, and success what, yeah. where, where do you go where do you go the top is here like dave Chappelle, like you can't you can't go any higher you yeah. can't go any higher well when me and you make a decision it's ten thousand twenty thousand dollars he makes Maybe, decisions yeah. and it's billions yes millions and yeah <laughs> It's the same decisions. There's just different zeros. Yeah. You know, that's what I learned when I was selling back in the day. And I started selling in my twenties and I was playing, you know, selling all these millions of dollars, managing millions of dollars in sales and stuff. And it's just like, everybody's like, how do you do that? That would freak me out. I go, it's, it's, it's no different than you running a, running a store that makes $500 a day. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm, you're still, you're still looking at, profit you're still looking at loss you're looking at cost you're looking at everything it may yeah. you may be you know looking at a cost that affects you 10 cent an item or 25 cent an item i'm looking at a cost of 100 to 250 dollars an item for my customer so yes. it's the same thing if you just don't if you just forget about what it is i mean you focus on it but like and don't worry about oh it's millions of oh, freaking like the number freak you out yeah it goes back to mindset and believing in yourself. Yeah, it's just numbers. Yeah, it's it's numbers in the end of the day, and numbers matter because you can have a uh, a lot of numbers or you can have no numbers in your bank account, and uh, that that sucks. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, especially now. I don't know why I've got my coffee over there. I'm drinking my coffee late this morning. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get out. Of, I mean, I got up at eight, woke up at eight, but I didn't get out of bed about nine. 9 30 almost 10 o'clock because i was working on notes and things like that and reviewing some stuff so i was laying there reading a bunch of stuff and i was like oh crap we got a podcast to do thanks for remembering me no i did of course i remember i almost <laughs> forgot to do it I, I got i got in the bed last night and i was like from from doing the show going through after talking to my buddy yeah. And I was like, oh, crap, I never sent Jody the link. I never set the link up. Hold on. <laughs> 1130 at night. I'm like, let me set the link up and <laughs> send it to him so I don't forget yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I got up this morning. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll have it. I'll have it. Don't yeah. worry about me. I got it. Well, we're a day off, too. And mentally, uh, you know, we, we didn't do one last week. And then yeah. we're a day off. So it's like 
I know it's Tuesday. You know, I know, <laughs> but Tuesdays for me, I have a different cycle of things I do on Tuesday. Yeah. So, but because uh, I'm because I am just I'm focused right now. I'm so, and I've been so focused the last several weeks on booking uh, shows for next year. Just getting yeah. ahead and getting shows booked and what what do I have what do I not have and getting stuff booked now because you can't wait I mean I'm almost it's not that I'm behind the gun it's like I gotta get ahead of this you know yeah yeah so every day like every Monday every Tuesday every every morning realistically I get up and spend three hours emailing and calling people and clubs and bookers and things now is there like a platform with numbers and stuff or you just gotta research what are you talking about Research uh, the show, like, like, yeah, like if somebody was going to get into the industry, is there a platform with clubs and numbers? No, negative. Go you just got to randomly search, you got to do it all on your own. Okay, you got to do it all on your own. You got to figure out where the clubs are, you got to make connections out of the club, you got to either go to the club, audition out of the club, send the club stuff. And there's there's hundreds all over the country, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I just didn't know with the day's time with apps and stuff if somebody created. Because uh-uh, they're all independently owned. But yeah. some some are some are uh, some are national, uh, and some are just local one, you know, local owned um, uh, by you know just private owned, and, and a lot of them private owned. You know, yet you, you get the comedy zone, which is owned by. A group he has, but they're and they're national, and there's a lot of those all over. And then you've got um, a bunch of independent ones, you know, that yeah. are just owned locally. So in order to get in those, you got to know that local guy or get to know them and get on their list or go out and see them and audition, you know. Because the thing about bookers is, man, you, you know, um, yeah, you in some some book by agents, some book by a a group of comics that are represented some group just individually independently uh meaning you know they they book who they want when they don't use agents or get involved with booking agents and stuff like that so they book comedians either locally or nationally on their own um so they're they make their own decisions and you know and and for a booker to make a decision on you who doesn't know you from Adam on a five minute video and you're going book me as a feature or headliner. And you're like, you know, how do I, how do I risk my, my night of money on you and you know, my yeah. reputation. So there's a game to it. You know, there's, there's a, there's a thing to it about selling yourself not just selling yourself, marketing yourself, but um, getting the following and getting, that's why they could say asses and seats. And that's why a lot of people, it's why a lot of clubs have gone to this, well, if they've got millions of plus on TikTok or social media, it's a safer bet for them, they think. So they yeah. book them because they see all these videos and then they book them. And then sometimes it wins, sometimes it fails. Yeah. And so it's always a gamble. But if they, you know, they're looking for, they're like, I got to sell tickets. I got to put this many people in here. I got to sell this many drinks and I got to have somebody to draw that in. And if you're a no name, nobody, They've got to believe in you enough that as long as we, I get a headliner that can pull in, then I can give Andy a chance to be a feature, even though I think he's, I think he'll be a good, I don't know, but I'm going to give him a shot. Cause it then, and then I got to show up and do my thing and be liked and whatever. And a lot, and the thing about it now is, is that a lot of headliners um, travel with their own features. A lot of clubs yeah. don't provide features anymore. They just, they'll provide a host, a local host from their open mics or their local community. They know that's, you know, funny in their local community. Yeah. Uh, and those guys will host and then the headliner shows up with a feature, which makes it really hard for folks like myself where I'm at a point now. I'm a feature. I'm booked as a feature. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm and I'm a, and um, I've been coming on the feature scene, but the problem is because most clubs are like, bring your own feature to headliners. You've got to get in with somebody or a headliner that likes you that says, hey, come on the road with me. And that's that's literally how you get feature work now. Yeah. Some clubs still will book a feature here and there if, if a headliner doesn't, but 
it's that's see that's even the harder part because now you're standing out here you know basically with your wiener in the wind going what do i do yeah what do you do so you've got to work around that so yeah so it's uh but i've been lucky recently i just booked a bunch of shows i booked uh, some shows up in pennsylvania um and then i got booked at the bonkers comedy club which is a national club privately owned by a husband and wife they're yeah. ve- it's a very well bonkers is very well known they got a place in vegas they got places in casinos florida all over the country and i'm actually going to do a i'm featuring for a headliner at one of their casino clubs in march and which is great which is great yeah. but i got that gig because the headliner he he's he had booked me on two of his shows to do a feature on his shows and says, Hey, they called me to headline. Do you want to come up early and feature for me at bonkers? I was like, yeah. Cause they said, bring your own feature. Yeah. They told him they're like, and they're, they were booking him as the headliner and they go, you need to bring your own feature. So that's where clubs have gotten now. It's like when they book these headliners, like you need to bring your own feature. We don't. And it's one less thing they have to deal with one less thing. Yeah. They have to, cause a feature if they put the wrong feature up there in front of the headliner, headliner gets pissed. Headliner wanted a clean guy. He gets some blue guy or he does this type of comedy. He does certain subject matters. They put a feature up there. The feature doesn't know the headliner from Adam doesn't do his research. Doesn't look because let's, I'm just going to be honest. I've seen, I don't know. I don't understand why comedians don't do this. I don't I don't understand why well, a comedian, whether you got booked as a host or a feature at a club, and you and they tell you who you're going to be on that show with, that you don't go and watch their videos, that you don't yep. go and see what type of or, or go read their freaking bio and yep. see what type of subject matter they do, so you can adjust or at least have a plan A and plan B, so we can get the club go. Hey, what do you want me to do and not do? I see yep. you do this type of material. Here's what I typically do. What would you like for me to do? Because you don't want to do the same same stuff the headliner's going to do. It just steps all over his stuff. Yeah, it's got to blend together. I mean, it's like okay. when I was doing when I was doing film work. You know, I would do a day and then come home and research everybody, director, assistant director, who was in the film. You know, learn the whole rhythm. Yeah. Well, at least you know names and faces with names. Yeah. And that yeah. and that goes a long way. Um, yeah. And it's just it 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 just it just you know. But you know that's where I'm at. I'm at a I'm at I'm at this little. It's a, I call it purgatory now. It's it's purgatory of comedy is what I call it now. A purgatory of entertainment because you've worked, you've gotten to this point to be able to do this long amount of time. You're not a headliner yeah. yet. You can do headliner time. You yeah. could. You're just not a draw. You're not, you don't have enough audience and enough pull for a, a club to give you a headliner spot because to sell seats. Yeah. And, and nor am I going to put myself in that position, nor am I going to say I'm, you know, book me as a headliner. Yeah. Uh, you know, now if you want me to close a show that you already know you're selling tickets to, that's like a feature show. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No big deal. I can handle that. I can do that. But like, hey, come see Andy. Everybody's going, who the now you're going what you know it's yeah. like i'm not yeah. you know no so um, for you for you what is it going to take to break past that point oh i've got to go i gotta hit the road which i'm doing next year i've, I've got to hit the road which i started doing this year what i'm doing next year and create a following you know yeah will social media help can it sure if i put, put a bunch of good videos out there but i don't want to put all my material out there yeah i don't want to put all my material out there um yeah. That's the thing for me. I mean, I'll put some, but I don't want to put a lot, especially in the very beginning. But now I'm probably at a point I'll probably start putting a little bit more. Out some there. older stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, and things like that. So what it's going to take now, um, is is getting to a position where I, I build a reputation in the community, which I have, and I still am, and just bigger and better, and like with where where clubs and bookers are more comfortable and the word gets out and you can have reference, which I'm at that point with some reference. I'm, you know, when I send stuff out, I'm like, here's some references. Here's who's booking yeah. me. Here's the clubs. Here's the bookers. You can call them. You can talk to them and, uh, and go from there. And they, and they'll say, yeah, he's, he's a good feature. Yeah. He's strong to be able to do whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, so that's the point, 
you know, it's I call it, like I said, I call it purgatory because you're like, man, I've worked out all this material. I can do 30 minutes plus. I, you know, I, I, I can hold my own. I can do whatever I need to be, need to be done. Uh, you know, whether it's a private gig club, whatever I can get in there and swing, you know, uh, and, and hand the show off and not, you know, look like a fool, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. And do a good job and, and be a good asset to the show. I can be a great asset to the show. And and then you're like, but nobody's hiring for that because they've stopped hiring for that because that position is now being filled by the headliner. And the headliner is bringing guys he's seen and he like and like several comedians, big comedians I know that I've opened for and hosted for you know, uh, at the comedy clubs, these guys have three or four guys in their rotation. They'll, they'll yeah. three or four guys and they'll call to come feature for them when they do their gigs. And it's a matter of getting funny enough and funnier to the point they trust you. And you got to get in one of those like circles where they know you, they're watching you. And then you get good enough to where one of their guys graduates out of that. And then they need another feature so you get into that headliners. So now it's not so much yeah. you're getting in with the clubs. You got to get in with the freaking headliners. You got to get them to trust. You got to get their trust, them liking you, them liking your stuff to be Hold able up to, a ball game. to go on tour to do clubs. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay. So now, so it's even harder because <laughs> before yeah. you just go to the club, Hey, let me do an open mic. Okay. Let me host. Okay. And typically that's where people got feature work. You would host shows for the weekend, making 25, 50 bucks show, whatever, in hopes that you did a good enough job that the club owner goes, okay, um, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we're going to bring you back as a host and we'll look at you as some feature and booking you as a feature. And then you, they would book you as a feature, see how you do. If you do well, then, then there you go. That's how it used to go. It's not how it goes anymore. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. It's crazy how stuff has changed. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. But 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 that's that's the change. The good thing is the gatekeepers are gone. It's wide open. Yeah. It's wide open because you've got all these venues, you got all these avenues, YouTube, TikTok. Facebook to get a following to get whatever yeah. draw or number of following people follow you to possibly have put asses in seats. And um, <clears throat> so that helps. My problem is I don't have a huge following on social media, but at the same time, there's no gatekeepers, meaning there used to be a, a set of gatekeepers. Like you couldn't get in clubs. There were certain, like it was, it was hard. It was hard back in the day. Like I used to hear nightmare stories, and I and I watched guys like just, I mean, it was crazy. But that's kind of over. So it's yeah. it's it's a little bit more open, but harder. Open, more open, but harder, but easy. But it's it's hard. <laughs> so if they're going by, if they're a lot of them are going by the followers. Oh if yeah, they're going well, by followers. That happens. What? That ha Go ahead. What keeps them from these people just buying followers? Well, see, th that's the thing. Um, a lot of them have figured that out, and they'll go look and see if you have true organic interaction and how you interact. Yeah. And that's usually like festivals, like JFL and things like that. Some of the bigger festivals will go look at social media and see if you've got bots or bought bots. And there's a way to look at that now. And I've been told it's like, hey, there's a way to see – if you bought bots or not. So that's kind of being curved out because every, because these generations that are younger than us are way smarter in, because they grew up with computers and everything. They grew up with us. And now yeah. those guys are kind of in the driver's seat a little bit at these clubs and like, oh, he bought a bunch of bots. You know, he, he bought, he bought followers. Yeah. And so there's, and I, someone got caught. So I think it was about a year ago. Somebody brought that up. We were sitting there. They were like, yeah, they got caught um buying followers and it wasn't true organic and they got called out on it and yeah. they 
and they didn't get into whatever it was. And I was like, really? They're like, yeah, there's a way to tell that now and see. And some of the clubs and they're hiring these younger guys and kids that can figure that stuff out or get, get that, know that stuff. And like, okay, go check his, go check his, uh, social, see yeah. his followers. Is his followers actually have people because now they figured out, Oh, they just had a bunch of bots. We booked them. They, nobody showed up. Why did nobody show up when you've got 10 million followers? Yeah. You got 10 million followers. I should have a full freaking house. Yeah. Exactly. And because I've booked guys with follow, I've booked guys with two, three, four million, and I've packed this place out. And then they go and look, and they realize it's not organic. Yeah. So that is that has become a thing. So and that that kind of came to light about a year ago. Hey, what's up, Moogie? Moogie G, what's up, buddy? Uh, good what's morning up? to you. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, that's right. He's uh, he's on vacation, living the teacher life. He's on vacation, leaving the teacher. Lucky, like, lucky. <laughs> lucky, lucky. <laughs> but yeah, no, but that has come up. So yeah, because I, you know, I looked at this. I was like, hmm, you know, I may go. And then I'm like, no, nah, don't. You've got yeah. a, a true organic. Like you have a true organic interaction and you can go and see you have true organic interaction. People are commenting. People are following. People are doing things. Yeah. Um, so Mookie says, I got seven good followers. I have negative seven, sir. <laughs> I have negative seven, so you're doing 14 better than me. Okay. Yes, I can do math. Bam. So, anyways, so so that if that answers that, so so no, don't go be buying a bunch of. I I still don't understand. I I understand where it derived from and how it was beneficial, but everybody's gotten smart about that. Well, the thing is now, if you can actually trace it. You can trace it. You can figure it out. And there's no bit. point in it. You can go on somebody, and if they've got like three comments or two, yep. like and 10 million followers. Yeah. You can figure it out real quick. <laughs> you can figure it out real quick. So, anyways, yeah. you know, but my whole thing for the last couple of years is working on my, is working on my bits, how I write, how I deliver, you know, my performance so that when I do get up there and swing and I do the, get those opportunities, I'm, I'm successful. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm like, I can work yeah. on the other stuff once I get this down, and you know, so that's you know, but that's always that's always in the works. It's just, yeah. you know, what you got to do. So, anyways, that's that. Sweet. But I've got a bunch of dates coming up. I've got close to 52 possibly book shows. Well, I've got, I say that, I've got 52 dates. I have eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight solid book shows, 100% going through. I have over 32 to 40. That I have the dates, they are shows, I have the cities. It's going to be based upon ticket sales, whether they happen or not. So that's what happens with this. Because this, thing, this, the ones I'm talking about are part of an, a tour yeah. that I'm not in control of. I'm just a part of it. I'm a headliner on it with two other guys, with, with uh, two other headliners. And so we're going to be doing theaters. It's a presidential campaign I told you about thing that we're doing yeah. comedy with uh with political stuff across the country now we've got all these shows we've got all these dates we do have a university it's on that i'm going to be performing at i think minnesota university that's happening that's a 100 i was told happening no matter what um and we're doing other universities but i got a bunch of dates that are at clubs and different venues that if they don't sell a certain number of tickets by a certain date they'll pull the show so the reason why I say I've got them, but I don't because I don't know if all of them will go through or if we'll lose 10% or 5% or 50%. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we'll probably close in 25, 30, maybe 40%. I don't know. Okay. Again, I'm just riding to figure this thing out with everybody because it's base, again, baseball and ticket sales. Yeah. And I'm not in control of the ticket sales, realistically. I mean, I am. You can buy tickets through my website. But they're all over the country in the Midwest. You know, yeah. they're they're no, they're not in Georgia. None of them, these dates are in Georgia. None of these dates are in Georgia. They're all across the Midwest and places. I, I mean, I've got some people I know there, but not enough to put 150 feet. That goes back so to So you need some idiot that's on TikTok to blast the dates. Pretty much. Pretty okay. much. Pretty much. Right. You know, once we get closer and figure them out. Again, I was I was sent the list. I go, these are tentative. Yep. They could adjust or change based upon the venue. They will happen, but understand if we don't sell seventy five percent of the capacity, they will, they will, they'll pull them. So I'm yeah. like, okay, 
So after January, after Christmas, we're really gonna they're gonna we're gonna really push everything because they yeah. all the dates are February through July for right now. For, the first, for the first round, for the first set of for the first leg of the tour. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Karen, hey, Karen, girl. this is so cool. Can't wait to see the calendar for next year. Yep, I've got it. I've got the calendar. I'm slowly releasing. I'm going to release the seven, eight shows with the ones with bonkers and the every and the ones I've got coming up in January and February that are not part of that other tour. Um. So yeah, I know this guy too. That that could help you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway so that's what we're working on working our asses off to make this thing make this thing happen make 2023 the best best year so far and then just keep it going so that's what we're doing do you have a year where it's gonna be make or break what do you what do you mean make or break i mean oh yeah make or break yeah. I feel like I had that this past year. This this past year was kind of like, well, I don't know. I've had I've had that. I, I look at make or break every day. I look at make or break every day. And I've done that my whole life in sales because I've I've been a commission, like we talked about, I've been a commission sales my whole life. Yeah. In the building industry. And the building industry is very tough, if not tougher than the comedy industry. Or that's tough. Um, and I can go through comparisons and I could talk two hours about it and compare it all down. But for the for for what we're talking about now for the quick part is that every day's make or break. There's days you're not going to sell anything or make any money, and it's about making contacts and doing stuff towards things becoming sales. So whatever we do today that or whatever connections or calls I make today, like I, I may call four bookers, eight clubs, send fifteen avails, do this, do that. Nothing may come of it today something four days down the road or next week those people that i've been consistently talking to will remember me and if i keep a constant touch check in what's going on hey andy we you've been sending me stuff here's your chance i need i've got a spot here can you fill it here's your chance stop bothering me yeah it may be three months four months six months again yeah so when you say make or break, I mean, I'm not a make or break thing. Like, oh, I've got like, I've got to walk away from comedy. Me and, you know, me and my wife have already had that conversation. It's yeah. like, no, this is what you're doing. You're going to do it up until a point. You know, if you're in it in 10 years and you haven't made any money, you can't, you know, make, you know, 40, 50,000 a year or 30,000 a year. We just got to throw numbers around. Yeah. Then get the hell out. Yeah. You know, or whatever but she knows it's my dream she knows i'm not gonna fail she knows i'm too stubborn and hard-headed not to figure figure something out so something out something out and you don't know it's it's, it's about the ride you know it's about yeah. the ride too yeah exactly. um, but i've been very fortunate very very fortunate so far um you know there was a point like you know back in august when i was like i couldn't connect the dots and i started talking to people and then sat around with some folks that uh, been in the business longer than I have. I'm like, I'm not connecting what I know yeah. to this side. And can you help me out with that? And they were like, yeah. And they sat down and thought, it was like, I think this is the only thing you're doing. Go try to do this, adjust this, this, and this. Cause it is different than yeah. what you're used to. And I'm like, okay. So I did that. And, and so far it's kind of clicking. It's working, but you know, it's, but that's but it's hard to find now. But it is. It is. That's hard to find somebody that's going to help. It is. But I am out there every day hunting for opportunities. Anytime somebody says they like anybody, anytime anybody says, hey, man, you know, we got an opportunity out here. And, and then people are like, that's 10 hours away. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's an opportunity because I'm not getting that opportunity here. Yeah. So, uh, do the math and we go. And we negotiate and we, we go. And that's, and that's a lot of this stuff. Sometimes people don't get out of their own comfort zone. Because sometimes you've got to be able to, like, not make money on a show. Yeah. Break even maybe with your gas. Or maybe invest a little bit in yourself. And that's yeah. what a lot of people don't do. Or and it's a lot of just last-minute jumping. Sometimes it is last-minute yeah. jumping. And that's the whole thing. And it's like sometimes, uh, you know that as well as I do. Yeah. It's last-minute jumping. It's like, hey, we got this. Can you be there? Well, okay. And you, you do that, you get it, you save them, and that's thing you know, you're 
getting more stuff. So, anyways, yeah. I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole for so long. Jody, <laughs> Jody what we got going on these days? We talked about that. Jody's got uh, cameos, and he's stuck at 2.1 million people. Poor Jody. I know. It's horrible. What, what, yeah, what else you got coming up? What do you got going on? What else? I mean, we have, said- yeah, we've been working with a couple brands, doing some odd and end stuff, trying to work some deals. We did a uh, Verizon and Pizza Hut. I sold my sound bites to them. The what? The Pizza Hut? Yeah, Verizon and Pizza Hut. Which ones? Uh, The next chapter one that I did. The next chapter one? Yeah. I don't remember that one. It's, uh, when they were doing the Reese PC stuff. Yeah. And I sat there and just sat there and said, hey, let's go to the next chapter. Oh, okay. I think it, that wasn't the one, but that's not the one that everybody really. There's that, two. There's there's that one and the Reese PC. Right. The Reese PC one is the one everybody kind of took off with, right? Yeah. 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 But you and didn't sell the, that. No. Okay. We sold the next chapter. Sold the next chapter. <laughs> yeah. So, I know we've been trying to work with some different brands and get in with some uh, people who work with brands. Yep. That way I can make a little money. There you go. So they bought the next chapter. What did, Dom, what did Pizza Hut buy? Same thing. How did they, just bought the, they just bought the sound bite. So you sold the same soundbite to both of them? Yeah. How can you do that? I thought if they bought the soundbite, they own the soundbite, but then... Mm-hmm. Okay, no. ex- ex- okay, explain that, because how did you sell the same, same soundbite to two companies? Because they just want to use it. They're not actually buying the soundbite. Okay, they just want to use it for, just using for it. a certain amount yeah. of time. Yeah. Or they do they... Do they So they didn't buy it in per- perpetuity. They no. just bought it for, we want to use it. For, for the moment of, of making it successful for them. Okay. Well, that's good that you didn't sell it totally away. In per- yeah. And again, I don't know that you can do that because you're selling your voice realistically, but it's voiceover work realistically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty much. I mean, so, but they can buy that phrase in per- perpetuity that you can never say it again. Like, uh, like the uh, variety, like the, uh, can you hear me now? That guy yeah. supposedly can't say that phrase, and he was locked down, and like he can't say that phrase <laughs> yeah. or something like I that. Mean, if they want to pay me enough money, have at it. Oh, that dude did the commercial and made three hundred fifty million or some stupid amount of money over the years. Yeah, and that's what I've told when I dealt with Verizon and Pizza Hut. I'm like, look, if you want something specific, let me know. We'll make it work. Well, I think they want what's. Well, see, here's the thing about advertising now. We're out there doing stuff, or you're out there doing stuff. We're all out there doing stuff on TikTok and social media, and they're just sitting back waiting to see what grabs and goes. And they go, "Okay, now yeah. let's go get this yeah. and slap it together with our with our product." And they'll go, "Rah!" Yeah. So they don't have and to create the- anymore. We're we're everybody's doing the creating for them for free. Well, I mean, you're yeah. you're getting paid, but you're just saying stuff. Yeah. Just like what I say on stage, I'm just saying stuff that I write and create, and then some. But now they don't have to have a creative team; they just sit back and see what's hot on TikTok, yeah, or social media, and go, "Oh, then, and then now, well, let's use this for a commercial now." And then they pay a couple hundred dollars, and there they go. They don't save thousands. Oh, they save, yeah, be ridiculously yeah. now, if not millions. Because they, yeah. I mean, they used to spend millions on commercials and yeah. figuring out the funny and the writing and all that stuff. Now, you know, yeah, now it's it's become easier for them to do that. Yeah, that's that's cra- that's crazy. Yeah, that's well, that's not crazy. It's world. smart. Yeah, it's smart, and they've kind of been doing that. But I mean, that's cool. That's cool. That's good. What a uh, so those are only two. So we're, we're uh, Pizza Hut and Verizon. Verizon. We did uh, we're doing some uh more Morgan and Morgan law firm stuff. Some more Feet Finder. Oh yeah, Feet Finder. I got to talk to them. They called me. Yeah. Well, they reached out to me. 
I did. Yeah. I, I mean, and they, I, I messaged them just jokingly and they, and they emailed me back and they said, you need to email this person. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I meant to do that. I meant to do that. The other, I'm going to do that when we get done here. Cause yeah. that's that thing. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I went on there and looked and I was like, this is crazy. Why did the one think it was one done over with? All of a sudden last night I got an email. Hey, here's the next step for the next video. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I was gonna try to get him on the podcast. I was gonna try to get him to sponsor a podcast and come on and talk about it. <laughs> and they're interested, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Let's not give too much away before we do that. Hey, let me work that out. Yeah. That gotta work. Because <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be a good freaking. It'll be a good episode, dude. That'd be. Yeah. Dude, that thing. It's so fun because I went and I looked at it. I was like, this is real. <laughs> and people are paying. I got. They got subscription program. I, I know. I know. I saw that. It's subscription. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is this is. Abs- I would have never thought. Never thought. I mean, there's weird stuff, and people have weird likes in this world, and that's fine. That's being human, and I don't. I don't disagree. As long as you don't hurt children or hurt people, I don't care. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, or involve children or whatever. I don't care realistically, <laughs> yep. you know, but, and they don't, but I'm just like, I would never thought, you know, we joke about all the events and stuff, but then I'm like, wait, wait, this is a whole company that's by itself. This is just, this is their plot. This is all they do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, could you imagine this in the seventies and eighties? No. All this stuff was secrets up. No. It was all secret behind doors. Yeah. It was all like, you know, now weird. it's just, here. You know, now it's all now it's all in the open. Now it's like yeah. everything's in the open, and I think that's in. And some things don't need to be so oh and so oh in, in the open. But that's where we're at with the internet. That's yeah, and that's that's been a little bit of the downfall of society a little bit in where yeah. we're at. And uh, I, th- I believe you know it's not everything needs to be ad- 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 accessible to all. All people. But then again, that goes to parenting and uh, things like that. Yes. So we won't go down that rabbit hole. Yep. But it, go, it goes down to parenting. And we have, we have, uh, Liz has, my wife has restrictions on uh, my stepdaughter stuff. Very, very tight. And she's yep. 15 and we're not going to let go. And I said, don't. I said, uh-uh. I said, <laughs> you know, I, I dread having a kid. You know, we talked about, you know, I'm not, we're not going to have kids because we're at the point. She's the last one that's in high school. Mine are grown and gone. And it's like, yeah. I, I'm scared to death to have, you know, uh, you know, the access you've got to like, but it's go, it's about being parenting, but you know, she's, we're, we've got limits, time limits on her stuff. We've got, you can't have this yeah. app, whatever app we do allow her to have. It's, she has access and can see what she's doing. She's yep. got lockdown. She can't, you know. Because, oh, dude, it's so funny. Did I tell you this? Did I talk about this uh, a couple of weeks ago when we went and saw Ty Rivera? Comedian Ty Rivera. Okay. Ty Rivera is a very funny comedian. If you haven't seen him, don't know who he is, look him up. He's He's been doing comedy for uh, over 10 plus, almost 20 years. Um, he's very, very funny. Very funny guy. Um, Gabriel Iglesias said he was going to be the next big and he is he's funny very funny and he was headlining here in atlanta got to go hang out we got talking um met him i think he's going to come on the podcast it very funny dude um cool. so we went and he talks a lot about he's he like he's talks about trans and this and that he's and he's openly like I'm gay, but you know, and he he brings out he brings out a lot of funny things that people are like, this is ridiculous, you know. And so, yeah. but one of the things he so he goes he's talking about this. So he goes he goes he goes and I'm on Twitter to watch porn, and my wife was and and half the audience like went what yeah. porn on Twitter. <laughs> my wife was like, what. There's naked people on Twitter. <laughs> I go, oh yeah. I was like, it's bad. <laughs> like, yeah. you, there's certain words you don't want to search on there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he stops and he hears like this, and he's like, y'all don't, y'all didn't know this, and he starts laughing about it. 
Because there's, there's like not just my wife, there's her friend, there's some other people that are like, what? And yeah. now she's freaking out, and they're like, t- they're like going on there. I was like, well, at least, at least our daughter doesn't have to. <laughs> so our friend's like, is your daughter doing? She's like, yes, but now I gotta go on there and see what. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, where did you think they go? We just thought people tweeted. Stupid stuff politically and said stupid stuff. Uh, we yeah. didn't realize there's a whole dark hole of Twitter. <laughs> there's a back door to all of it. Uh the back yeah. door. Dude. <laughs> 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 uh, and I was dying. I was yeah. dying. And then he goes, Well, he goes, Well, I guess we learned a lot tonight. Y'all learned that Twitter has porn and then he <laughs> It was hilarious. I was so, I was falling out. I was like, I can't believe it. And then the rest of the night, I mean, for like several days, my wife's like, I cannot believe that. I was like, yes, it's it's there. I was like, but you got to go in and unlock it. I said, it's not just unlocked. You got to unlock and open your settings to be able to search all things. I said, yeah. but you can type it in. All the stuff will come up, but the videos, you won't be able to access the videos. But there's yeah. a four-step process through the settings if you unlock now. You can have access, so you can't just have f- let our <laughs> free, yeah. free access, which you wouldn't anyways. Yeah, but it just goes back to show that a lot of people just let it, their kids have a social media or Twitter and don't realize that they they can go in and but unlock and then have open. How doors. many kids have you seen six, seven, eight walking around with phones? Do they have iPads from the time they're freaking in a stroller? Yeah, and that stuff's on there. So, I mean, they have I, but they have more followers than I do. Okay, let me yeah. just tell you that there's kid, there are two and four year olds that have more followers than I do. Yep. And they know how to do stuff. I'm like, what the? And I and I just see them. They're just holding these lapas around, and they're going yep. like this. List. Boom, 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 boom. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you remember when we first got them? Yeah, I mean, when we first got him, it was like, "What the hell are we doing?" Yeah, well, nobody. Yeah, knew what like we're you doing. said, they're just they're just going. Nobody knew what we were doing. Nobody knew really yeah. what it was. Nobody, we didn't really grasp. We've been learning as we've been going, you know. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, it's, it's coming to this thing, and people people are questioning now. It's like, what have we what have we really created here? Because we've allowed yeah. access to every. We never really in you know they've started putting honing in restrictive things and restrictive abilities but realistically unless the parent goes in there and does it yeah and controls it it's it's a free it's a free it's wide open it's, it's wide open yeah real wide open which you know but anyways so well it's christmas let's talk about a little bit about christmas stuff <laughs> favorite christmas movie go favorite christmas movie oh man i think you said this before did we talk about this one no What's your nah. favorite Christmas? I like uh, Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer. The claymation the one? The, car- the cartoon yeah. claymation? Yeah. One. Yeah. Just the old claymation. Yeah. Original classic. Mm-hmm. This is a movie, not a TV show. That's a TV show. Yeah. I'll give you that on TV show. What's about a okay. movie? Movie. It means it's got to be at least an hour or hour and a half long. I don't really know. And it was originally when in, and it originally was in a movie theater. Or you had to rent it. That, that's the guidelines. Here, there you go. That make it easier for you. No. God dang it. I got a I list. I like all the classic stuff. I got a list, dude. I got a list. I got a list. I got a list. <laughs> you want to do comedy? You want to do action? <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you Let's want? Let's do comedy. What do you want? Comedy? Yeah, do comedy. Comedy? Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's good. Hands down. The number one comedy Christmas movie of all time. All time period. I don't care who you are, what you are. We will fight. We will fight. <laughs> My favorite Christmas movie is Jingle All the Way. It's because Mookie was in it. He was Sinbad. <laughs> Mookie is Sinbad. He knows this. <laughs> Jingle All the Way was good. Yeah. No, or, no, no. Mookie, no, that's not that one. That, yeah. Was that Jingle All the Way? Or was that? It was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger where Sinbad was in it. Sinbad just always reminds me of Mookie. Just the way he talks and laughs. It's hilarious. I never thought of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mookie's hilarious. I love Mookie. 
Uh, he knows. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. See, yeah, I know I'm th- what I'm talking about. I knew I was right. Yeah. I knew I was right. Uh, yeah, but my, but of course I love Die Hard too. Love Die Hard. <laughs> we'll fight. We'll fight. <laughs> I'll fight you. I still Die need Hard to watch is a it. Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I told you about the ornament I got kicked out of that crafting group. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome, man. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, my favorite is Christmas Vacation. Uh, it's probably the one of my, and then number two is like Die Hard. Um, I love Christmas Story and all that. That's good and stuff, but that's a different category. But I just, I love Christmas Vacation. It's just, it's. They don't make movies like that anymore. No. They and they haven't figured out a way to make. And John Hughes was just a freaking genius the way he made movies and stuff like that. But and it's just comedy movies in general. I mean, they just don't. No one has. They've tried. They just haven't hit the mark. And they they keep missing. I mean, well, they're putting too much in social media now. Like before, we didn't have all the social media. That's right, so, Moogie. Die Hard is a great movie. Thank you, Moogie. <laughs> Die Hard is a great movie. Yeah, he commented. Anyways, what now? But you got too much social media now that they're putting all this comedy on. So just true organic comedy ain't funny no more. I, I, I say no. I, I, I say we just nobody is. I, I I disagree to a point with that statement. And the and the. And the reason is I don't think they're trying it hard enough or they're enough originality. Um, because, I, I mean, you've heard it. You've heard it. And I've told the story on here where I was doing the that uh, TV show I can't talk about that hadn't come out yet that I was yeah. on. Um, that a producer guy was like, hey, whatever you got, whatever you're writing, if you write outside of comedy, write if you write stories and scripts, you need to get it moving in someone's hands because they, we are dying for stuff. We're, I mean, people yeah. are writing, but you know, they, I don't know what, what I think a lot of it is. And Quentin Tarantino said this in an interview here, not too long ago on, um, on two bears, one cave, you know, it's like they're the writing in Marvel. Everybody's gotten to this Marvel mentality thing that Marvel's taken over, but the Marvel yes. writing isn't movie writing; it's comic books and stuff, which is great. Comic books are great. Marvel, a lot of those movies are great. They've come to life. They've brought comic books to life in a way we've never thought of. Big yeah. comic nerds like myself love it, but it's like that's the only thing ruling the movie theaters. Yeah. True organic good movies and writing yeah. is not ruling. Yeah. You know, and and not to say not to talk about like write like Quentin Tarantino, like Pulp Fiction and things like that, which um but there's just nobody creating good organic movies and storylines yeah. and, and things just you know and, and taking something like Christmas and then twisting it into like a Christmas vacation where it's just funny after funny it, there's truth it's like stand-up comedy it's probably one of the best things because I it, it's stand-up comedy in the in, in a movie form yeah all these things are true we've all experienced these aunts and uncles that are you know get on our nerves and shit goes wrong and we do it and we try to deal with it the best we can and then we do it and it goes sideways again and, and that's life yeah, and you can repeat that, but don't copy it verbatim. But you can do different things, and it and it's hard sometimes. And I know it's hard because I can't do it. Because if we do, if we all could do it. We'd be all uh, better and wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, and yes, they are remaking everything. But the reason why they're remaking everything, and a, a guy on uh, a a friend of mine who's an assistant director, he said they'll keep making it because they'll it keeps making money. And people will yep. go see it just to see how bad it is. Yeah, just to compare it. And we'll make, and the movie industry will make money, and we'll keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, why? And it's like, because it makes money. He goes, it makes money. Why not? But even if people oh, hate oh, it, it will make money. Yeah, but are people not living now? No. We mean live. Well, oh, well, just about. living in general, living like mindset, going out, doing stuff. No, no, no. Like no, no, they're no. not doing that, so there's no creativity coming from it. 
Um, that is that is somewhat true. I think that yeah. I mean, everybody is um is has been you know since we have become a more sedentary society. No, people yeah. aren't going out and doing things and living and experiencing things. And somebody brought that somebody brought that up to me here just not too long ago. Uh, we had this conversation um, a couple of weeks ago and we were talking and I was like, man, I think I started comedy too late. You know, I'm, I'm having some great say. I don't know where it's going to go. Da-da-da. He goes, you started at the perfect time. I was like, what? They go, you have more life experience and more stuff to write about than any of these other folks in their twins. Yeah. These guys have nothing. And he goes, look, he goes, I've been doing comedy 20 something years. He goes, my first 10 years, I had nothing to talk about. Yeah. Is it took me 10 years to get enough stuff to start talking about stuff to be funny my second 10 years to have a career? And he was like, you know, you make a point. He goes, you've got to have, you've got to have experience and stuff and live life and do things to be able to talk about things to connect with people. And if not, and you've done nothing but go to school and come home and you can talk about those things. But if you don't have yep. enough of life experience to pull from, you don't you won't have enough material. And then all you're doing is stealing ideas and things from people that doesn't resonate. So, yeah, I mean, people you've got to. And now, you know, and now, you know, you know, people don't experience things as much. And if they do go out, they're out for a limited time. They come out, they go, oh, it's and I, we live we live we live behind a lens of a of a phone and and, and a computer. When it's cheap gas in a station wagon. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. See, that's what you need to do. Dude, I want an RV so bad. No. Want... You need to get you a station wagon. Mm-hmm. You need to put Sugar Hooker Express on it. Boom. And use it as your tour bus. Well, I just, I have said this to my wife. I said, look. We're in... When Riley gets out of high school, she gets out of high school. And I'm, I've already told us, I want to go ahead and buy now. I want to get an RV right now. I want to yep. get an RV. And then we're going to travel the country. And I'm going to hopefully book shows across the country like I'm doing now. And then instead of driving there and driving back or a hotel, we yep. just stay there. And then we go to the next place. And then we yep. go to the next place. And we go to the next place. And then I said, then we'll buy a condo or a small house somewhere. Let's get rid of the big house. We won't need it. Just yep. two of us. And travel. And this yeah. shows. I said that's literally what I want to do. That'd be awesome. That's that's literally what I want to do. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, let's go ahead and buy the RV in the next year or two, um, or three, and start using it, and then and figure it out because we may need something. May need a different one. Figure out if you know because when you buy a camp, I grew up camping. So when you buy one, you figure out what you need and what you don't, and then you have to go yeah. <laughs> do it or add. <laughs> Or add yeah. to it or whatever, you know. But yeah, no, that's yeah. what I want to do. That's literally what I want to do. That's living. She can work, she can work from anywhere because she's mo- yeah. she works remote. And as long yeah. and if she has to go somewhere, all I gotta do is take her to an airport, drop her off, and she goes wherever to go whatever state she's gotta go to. And yeah. I said, Well, whatever state you gotta go to, I can drop you off at the airport. You go there. Yeah. I'll work my way there and pick you up and hopefully have a show there or yeah. along the way, or, you know, or you fly to another, you know, it's, we've got it all figured out. Yeah. It's just a matter of doing it now. I, I told her I was a little, that this is cause I, cause I'm driving to like Illinois. Now I'm driving to Ohio. I'm driving, driving to, I'm going to be driving to all these places all over the country. And it's like, yeah. Why don't I have a freaking RV, man? Well, the prices of motels now, it's going to equal out. It equals out. Yeah. You almost make money. You can make money. Yeah. Except for the way gas prices are. Yeah. Um, that's what you got to really look at. That's But yeah. in the end, you have all your stuff. Your stuff's there. Yep. You don't have to pack, unpack, deal with flying, canceled flights, all that. Now, you would have to worry yeah. about being snowed in somewhere and stuff like that. But it's like I told her, yeah. like during the winter, you just pick certain places and, you know, things like that yeah. i mean it's just so much easier you know I grew oh, up that travel see the country oh yeah see the country yeah. she, she wants to do all the national parks she she yeah. collects 
getting a stamp from all the national parks and visiting all the national parks. So she's like, and I was like, we can knock that out in a year. Yeah. And, you know, and, and do that. And uh, Hank Aziz does that. He he has an RV and he travels the country and does that. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was And if you can do it, it's got to be a blast. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Because, I yeah. mean, because, I mean, in, in, you can do it to where you're like, well, I won't be in this part of the country this part of the year, hopefully, if you can work it out yeah. that way. And then stay over here. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're, that's, that's exactly what the plan. That's what my plan is. I told her, I said, this is my plan. That's my plan. Because, I mean, I don't want to live in a hotel room all the time and yeah. fly this, fly that, or drive 12 hours. And I was like, I'd rather drive 12 hours in the, and have an RV, do a show, sleep there, and then go, well, let's go here. I'd rather bring my roaches with me than stay yeah. somebody with their well, roaches. I love my own bed bugs. Yeah, exactly. I, they all have names. Yep. Uh, cares is hits a food truck on the back of the RV. Oh, I can, I can put a smoker on the back <laughs> and hook it up to a to. A, well, I have to tow it. I'll have to tow a small car behind it. But anyways, but yeah, but no, it's very affordable to do that too. Yeah, but that's what I want to do. But anyways, <sighs> so um, so how? Oh, is the uh, pony? Is the pony still good? Pony's good. Oh, and we bought a great thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I bought a Great Dane. you get a Great uh, Dane? You already have a pony. I just wanted a Great Dane. I've always wanted one. Oh, really? I love Great Danes. They're very good, very sweet dogs. Yeah. But the just only does nothing thing, but just cuddle up. And it's they're cool. huge. They're massive. They don't yeah. know their own size. They get... They have hip problems and cancer issues down the road. It's the very sad thing I've seen them go through. That's the only thing that breaks my heart. Yeah. But a lot I of just got to order my saddle. Yeah, you need to order your saddle. Yeah. <laughs> you need to put the Great Dane in the... Uh, when how, 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 how big is the Great... Is it a puppy? Yeah, it's nine weeks old. Okay. When it gets uh, full size or stops growing, put it beside the pony. It better be the same size as the pony. Probably. Yeah. Be the same size of pony. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hilarious. Down on the farm with Jody. Uh oh, Moogie wants to know how many animals do you have? Yeah, how many? Uh, you got a bunch. I've lost count, dude. Too many. I've lost count. You got chickens. We've got, yeah, we got chickens and guineas and turkeys yeah. and horses and donkey and yeah, goats. 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 I love, I love goats. I love, I love yelling at a goat and just watch him. Yeah. <laughs> just look at you like, what are you doing? Dude, there was one that passed out. There was one that on this, this, I was standing on the guys on this porch and this lady goes, ah! and it goes like this. And then it, and it, 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 it freezes and then it falls down the stairs frozen. <laughs> I thought, I think she thought it was just going to fall over on the flat part. But yeah. it went, ah! And then it went like down eight stairs. <laughs> Probably the funniest, <laughs> one of the funniest videos I've seen so far. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I feel so bad for that goat. That goat got its ass beat by the stick. Yeah. And then they wake up and they look at you like, what are you looking at? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, I. Uh, that's it for the Christmas podcast. Uh, we didn't really talk a lot about Christmas, talked about everything else, but but we're having a good time. We got a whole bunch of stuff next year. Uh, I think we're going to try to squeeze one in before uh, New Year's. I'll be back. I'll be here for New Year's, and I don't go anywhere. Maybe we'll do an early New Year's Eve show that morning. I don't know. Because I'll be out of town the 26th through the 29th, but I'll be back on the 29th. 30th tomorrow, I'm going to Birmingham. Then I'll be in New York Thursday. And then uh, we'll be back here. So we'll try to do a New Year's kickoff and or close out. See if Jody can uh, sell some more, uh, sell some more things. Some more feet pics. Some more, some more uh, what? <laughs> so sell say? some more feet pics. Oh, uh, do you said that so fast? I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. So, I was like, what did you just say? 
Yeah, feet pics. Yeah, we got to talk to the feet people. I, I'm going to email her today when I get when we get done with. I'm going to email her today. Maybe that's yeah. what we can do for your New Year's. Maybe we can get them in here. See you, Moogie. See you, everybody. See you, Karen. Uh, y'all been good. We'll talk to y'all later. We got a lot coming up. Hey, check out midgetmafiaog.usa. Uh, hit me up, andygunnan.com. Sign up on my website to get show updates once I release the full list. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and release the eight shows I got coming up that are solid. The other 32, I'll be releasing those as we get closer. Stick to stick around, stay tuned, follow, like, share, give us five stars. Hey, thank thank y'all for those that have given us five stars. We got uh, yes. well, five star ratings on Apple Podcasts, and that's awesome. And uh, we're getting more downloads every week. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. We're working on some stuff to come up uh, into the next year. That's going to be awesome. We gave you a little sample, maybe some feet people, some feet picks, some, some interesting <laughs> stuff. Follow Jody's sound bites. I saw a naked woman doing Jody's sound bite. It creeped me out the other day on Facebook, on TikTok. It creeped me out. Nice. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> she was fully naked. Except for an apron, but you could see everything. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Like, did that just happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys later. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Have a good one. We will see you, and we will see you hopefully here before the end of the year. If not, hey, we'll be back at some point. I think. Maybe. Now we will. We'll be back. <laughs> We're not going nowhere. I've made a commitment nah. now. Not going anywhere. We're just going to keep growing this. So I'm too hard headed and stubborn to quit now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways. All right. See you guys. See you, Jody. See you. Holla.